Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Welcome to another episode of What's It Like with Yorks. I am your host, Yorks. And as you can see, the nice background with me, the nice greenery, we are in Jamaica. And um, I have with me one of my good friends from university. This is... Chedil Smallwood. Chedil Smallwood. Uh, I will call him Pastor Smallwood or Pastor Chedil. Which one you prefer? Chedil Smallwood. Chedil Smallwood. <laughs> Minister of Religion. But Minister that's fine. of Religion. Good. Yeah. So, um, w one of the things that um, one of the things that actually spawned this this this, this um, podcast, Chedil, is mm. that I was seeing whereby a lot of people were getting jaded with just religion and Christianity on a whole, uh, especially young people. Mm -hmm. And um, and I I said to myself that I wanted to do something about it. Okay. Right. And um, as a result of that, um, we're we speaking to a couple of other people before. I've even spoken to somebody who left the church and he told me why. And um, you can see it in the previous episode, probably down here. Mm -hmm. And um, link in the bio. Link in the bio. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but um, Chadil, tell me about your, your foray into religion and theology and and pick up and but yeah Chadil tell me about your foray into religion and theology and um, where you have been how you got the calling and where you are now all right interesting question um, well it started back with my foundation mm -hmm. I was brought up my parents are traditional Seventh-day Adventists mm -hmm. um, so as far back as 1984, I can remember walking with my father mm -hmm. through the hilly interior of coverage down mm -hmm. to a place called Land Settlement. Mm -hmm. um, and then you traveled a mile or probably two and a half kilometers to, to the Anand Town Church, yeah. which is in Clarendon. Clarendon, okay. It's in Clarendon, actually. Mm -hmm. um, Clarendon, Jamaica. Clarendon, Jamaica. Yeah. Um, so it's an interesting topography, that part of the island, because you move out of St. Anne in Cave Valley mm -hmm. into Indian Town. Once you come through that bridge, that little bridge right there, there you come into Clarendon. And then when you go back over that soldier bridge, that mm -hmm. back in the day used to be that wooden bridge, bugger, bugger, bugger bridge, yeah. but they changed it. Mm -hmm. So it was very interesting. But um, my, my father migrated to the States in 1985-86, somewhere mm -hmm. there, and then um, I moved to Wild Cane. Mm -hmm. When I moved to Walking, before long, of course, my mother went back to college. So my 
the persons that we were living with, my two grand aunts, mm -hmm. Sister Pai and Auntie Dano. Mm -hmm. um, um, Auntie Dano is a Seventh-day Adventist, but Sister Pai is a Moravian. Oh, okay. So she was actually the one that was in charge of the home, per se. So mm -hmm. we used to be at church on Sabbaths, and then on Sundays we would be roaming the street as unsupervised young men. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so they made a decision and started to send us to the Baptist church. Baptist. So the Baptist church was just below where we were living in Wild Cane. And um, mm -hmm. before long, um, I remember when I started going to high school and, you know, I joined the cadet really early. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I was out there in this, there was a standpipe run by, uh, by Wild Cane Square. Mm -hmm. So Wild Cane Square had um, Luki's shop or mm -hmm. Mass Sham shop that Luki leased and then mm -hmm. you have Mass Aze shop and you have the post office. Mm -hmm. So it was a little town that mm -hmm. people would come from everywhere, top road, bottom road, everywhere and Guma and all of those places yeah. and um, you know come and ply the trade, do the business because you know they had lots of retail outlets there and that kind of stuff and of course the post office. Mm -hmm. So you know I was converged there with you know some of my youngsters and friends and I was teaching them drill you know how to do the about turn and mm -hmm. you know that kind of stuff and that evening, I saw a group of young people coming from White Sand, mm -hmm. and they were they were so unified and well spoken and all of that stuff. And oh. um, I inquired who they were, and I found out that they were Seventh Day Adventists. So that oh. kind of perked an interest in me. Oh, okay. But the, the the way that I became an Adventist in terms of baptized is that um, when I was about thirteen, so you know, my father migrated when I was going six. Mm -hmm. And um, I would turn 6th in November, so he left the August. Mm -hmm. And it, you know, you know the turbulent, turbulent period there, mm -hmm. you know, weighing mm -hmm. in teenage life and so on. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I got involved in, you know, gang-like activity. So police killed one of the young men that, um, mm. you know, he was be technically the head. And then mm -hmm. the second in command, gunman killed him. Mm. So probably I was next in line, you know what I mean? Wow. And, that kind of thing. Before we go any further, we want to thank our sponsors, Walters Weddings. Based in one of the world's best countries for destination weddings, that's Jamaica, and also we have offices in Canada, Walters Weddings is your go-to media company. Whether it's photography, live streaming, drone photography, or cinematography, contact our award-winning team at waltersweddings.com and talk to Tina. We're also available for weddings as far north as Canada to as far south as South America. Now, back to our program. Yeah, my father is a school school teacher. Yeah. Likewise, my mother. So they're both educators. Um, mm -hmm. So when I was nine, my father was a disciplinarian. And of course, he's probably a six foot two, six foot three person. He's a big guy. Mm -hmm. I'm a little bit more six five, six five and a half. Um, but... There was a young man, one day I was going to my younger brother's grandmother's house. Mm -hmm. So we call her Aunt Dee. Mm -hmm. And he, it was a lonely piece of road. Mm -hmm. And he accosted me with a machete. Mm. And I'm telling you, he was like, you know, your father beat me at school and da 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 da. And, mm -hmm. you know, he stuck it into my side. Mm -hmm. So I was there, you know, begging for my life. Because at that time, I was nine, he was probably 16, 17. So mm -hmm. he was probably twice my size, big mm -hmm. guy. Mm -hmm. But I, so I was there begging for my life, literally. Mm -hmm. And, um, it, you know, he, he eased up. And when he eased up, I ran in the direction of a stone heap. 
-hmm. And I pulled two stones and he ran down on me and he put the knife right here, machete right here. Mm. And he was like, and I was like, do don't kill me, do don't kill me. And I begged for my life that day. Mm -hmm. He didn't. Mm -hmm. But that day I pledged in my life, my heart that, you know, I'm going to get him before he get me. Mm. So I was nine. So that is mm. the reason why I joined the cadet. Ah. Yeah, so that was my motive. I remember I, I, got, I went to Fieldcraft camp. Mm -hmm. um, and you have the 303, the 202 rifles. And I went, mm -hmm. you know, in a 400 yard setting, you know, shooting a, a 303. Mm. And all I'm thinking of is him. He's you know, in pulling the that trigger, cranking, pulling that trigger. Mm. All I'm thinking of was him. Mm -hmm. I was going to get him. Mm -hmm. Well, um, so I told you about the young people mm -hmm. that I saw that Saturday evening. So that was my first perked interest in Seventh-day Adventism in terms of, you know, the intelligence of the young people, their preparedness, their, you know, just, and their sense of unity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Even on the road, and I was like, you know, there's something about them. So I kind of felt this kind of, you know, I was felt drawn to them, mm -hmm. per se. But um, it reached the point you now that they were keeping a crusade, and this is 1996. Mm-hmm. And um, I was now 15. Mm -hmm. So at 15 years old, I'm probably six foot tall. Mm. Yeah, I, yeah. yeah, six foot, uh, five eleven, six foot. Tallest person yeah. in your age group ever. Yeah, I'm um, going six one and mm -hmm. one seventy five, one eighty. So mm -hmm. I'm the biggest. Person. I'm I'm there. I'm, I'm of size. Yeah. So I decided that I'm going to get this guy. Mm. So he walked past the road for one week I saw him every night he would pass with mm -hmm. his mother because his mother was an Adventist and they would go to the crusade mm -hmm. so I was planning in my head now mm -hmm. so I saved up that week and I bought a Rambo knife oh a big long knife a big yeah. knife with a three sprung that you mm -hmm. push it right mm -hmm. and uh, I bought one for 200 and something dollars at the time mm, I remember money yes it. yes and I remember asking what are you gonna do with it I told him that he's, you know, I'm a young cadet and we have to carry the camp and yeah, whatnot. Yeah, training say, you know, yeah. Right. But my intention was to get him. Anyhow, so I planned my strategy. I planned my ambush. Mm. So this particular Thursday night, here he was now, going to the crusade. Mm -hmm. So I had picked some grapefruit. And this is real story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Picked the grapefruit so they, you know, they were basically in a decomposed state. Yeah, so yeah. my intention now was to carry two or three of the grapefruits to the tent. Mm -hmm. So I was watching him. So my intent was to hit him with the grapefruit. Because mm -hmm. he's an angry guy, so he would chase after me. Oh. And once he chased after me, yeah. I would ambush him around by a bridge. You would ambush him by a bridge? Ambush him by the bridge and then take off his neck with the, with the knife and throw him over the gully. That was oh. my intent. But that night, as I went, so I had the knife. Mm -hmm. Mom doesn't know about this and, you know, mm -hmm. head in the direction of the crusade. Mm -hmm. My intent is to get him for what he did to me when I was nine. Mm -hmm. When I went to Six the tent, years later. Pastor Cheyenne O'Connor was preaching mm -hmm. and it was just about now to make the altar call when I reached the tent. And he, in this very loud, when the judgment is set and the books are open, how shall you stay? And when he said how, it felt like like the entire world paused like i was the only person under the tent and like he was talking directly to me wow. he said how shall you stand on that day i know that i couldn't stand mm. so literally like the cheer the cheer being an inanimate object mm -hmm. like the cheer started to speak to me like the cheer was like guy mm -hmm. is you the pastor talking you god is talking. calling you yeah. go yeah and uh, 
I was there nervous wreck and I started to tremble. Mm -hmm. At that time, the people in my community, because I have a severe anger problem, and this is all coupled with you know my father's, you know, removal from the home, mm -hmm. migrated, and mm -hmm. you know the relationship I had with him very close and so all on. That, yeah, yeah. Right. So you know that turbulence and that anger and all of those things boil up. And, and then the home situation and all of that stuff. Mm -hmm. So I was just like a ticking time bomb. Mm, waiting to explode. Waiting to explode. So that night I was supposed to explode, mm -hmm. but in a different way, except that here I was. I don't know how I found myself at the altar, mm, but I, like ended, up, I ended up at the altar and I was on my knees and I confessed my sins the night and I cried like a baby. And yeah. I'm telling you, that thing affected the tent that night. Because mm. people are always praying for me. Lover and big boy. Mm. The big boy. Big boy. Dangerous one. The dangerous wow. one. And uh, I gave my life to the Lord that night. Mm. And the Sabbath morning I got baptized. Mm -hmm. But interestingly, that night, as I told you, I hid the knife in the banana tree. So I remember mm -hmm. I dropped the grapefruits and stuff and I walked to the altar. I don't know how I reached there, but the spirit mm -hmm. took me there. Mm -hmm. But the next day I went back mm -hmm. to look for the knife. Mm -hmm. The knife was gone and the banana tree was gone. And I've never seen him again. Nobody took it at like the entire tree and the, everything and was gone. The Lord, the Lord uprooted all of that. So just like how the tree of life mm -hmm. was taken away from the garden, mm -hmm. the Lord took that banana tree with that knife in it. Mm. And here I am today, so many years after, and mm -hmm. people ask the question, how are you called? My first calling is, the Lord called me from murder. From murder. From murder. Called to not murder. take somebody's life that had wronged me, because I didn't do him anything. Mm -hmm. My father was punishing him back in the day as a school, you know, mm -hmm. acting headmaster at one mm -hmm. point. Mm -hmm. And he disrespected me and violated me, mm -hmm. so he was going to get his life. Mm -hmm. But the Lord took mine that night. Um, as it relates to ministry, mm -hmm. a lot of people don't understand that your first calling is really to be a child of God. You mm -hmm. have to know God for yourself. Yeah. And I have had... This is what I don't miss about Jamaica. Him <laughs> stop? Mm -hmm. What? You see how the devil work? I hate those. They should be banned. You see how the devil work? Normally quiet, and as we come here, son, and do something for God. Bam. To go. You have to. Yeah. You are called so, first as a child of God. You are called first to be a Christian, to be a child of God. You have to experience some kind of a converting spirit. Yeah. Not just a, a spirit. Conversion experience. Experience. Yeah. An experience that you must have. That is what validates your walk with God. Mm. Because the Lord has to call you from something. So when he's setting up his church, they are always called out of. Abraham was called out of Ur of the Chaldees. Moses was called out of Egypt. Moses had to un-Egyptianize himself yeah. in Midian for, four, for, uh, for 40 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he spent eight years preparation. Mm -hmm. 
when the Lord is preparing for what he is doing, it's different from man's preparation. Mm -hmm. And so that experience um, validated or you know, concretized my, my resolve mm -hmm. to always be true to God. Because mm. I know that I'm flawed and yeah. I have a broken past. Yeah. But the Lord knows about it. Yeah. And I am open with him. Mm -hmm. And I have seen his tender hands of mercy and care. Mm -hmm and his voice of cheer and his grace. Mm -hmm. And like his song says, just the time I need him is always there. Because mm -hmm. I needed him, because I needed a father figure. Um, so, you know, long, long story short in that regard, mm -hmm. um, I moved from repeating grade, grade nine in high school. I went to Knox, you know, mm -hmm. top stream. But, you know, the broken family situation. Mm -hmm. I was uh, very underperforming to getting baptized. Mm -hmm. And the year afterwards was when the police killed that guy. Mm. And I remember going to his, his funeral, which mm. was very next to the church, which was just like a hundred meters from the church. Mm. And I looked into his coffin and I could literally see myself. There he was. They buried him with all different kinds of stuff, cologne, guineas, mm -hmm. Rizla, weed, all kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And probably other stuff. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You know yeah, how yeah, bad yeah. men bury each other, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but I marked that reality because it could have been me. Mm. and so much worse mm -hmm. but God so the point that I'm making is that um, when God is calling you to do his work mm -hmm. he has to first get you out of some kind of something is working for you that you think is right for you but this is not what God wants for but you. the experience of that work that you think is right mm -hmm. is what validates for example Paul Paul was a persecutor yeah, yeah. Right? Paul was one who was wreaking havoc on the church. Mm -hmm. Well, eventually he started to wreak havoc on the kingdom of, 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 of Satan. Satan. So that same aggression and passion Flipping that he around. was using in a wrong way, mm -hmm. he was not using it for the right. And it's, it's, it's funny you say that because I see so much of my story in yours mm -hmm. from the, the broken past, the... the, 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 the the, the the distant relationship with father mm -hmm. because I am now in Jamaica for my father's funeral mm -hmm. but and I'm going to do something that we don't normally do in mm -hmm. media which is to date this interview mm -hmm. and this is now the um, the the 15th of, of June mm -hmm. and um, 2022 and my father died one week before the 1st of June mm -hmm. Um, 2022, mm -hmm. but in 2021, mm -hmm. November, December, my church pastor in Canada at the time, he recommended that I do grief recovery counseling. Mm -hmm. And what a lot of people don't realize is that grief is not just about death. No. It's about incomplete relationships. And broken. And broken okay, relationships. Right. So, so, so death, divorce. Um, 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 even the death of a pet, mm -hmm. um, um, abuse, mm -hmm. um, distant relationship, separation. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So in doing that <clears throat> last year, it kind of, it helped me mm -hmm. to not just forgive my father. Cause I always was saying, I forgive him, I forgive him, I forgive him. Mm -hmm. But I was able to actually do the work mm -hmm. to actively forgive him. Okay. And in doing that now, and even, and, and I'm, <clears throat> and I'm here now, mm -hmm. and I used to have that 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 anger towards rage. him and mm -hmm. rage towards mm -hmm. him, but in his last years of his life, I started feeling sorry for him mm -hmm. because I realized that 
it is very hard for us as human beings to give what we never got. So a part of your healing is what you say yourself for him is actually empathizing. Yes. So the, 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 em, he, the component of empathy is very, very important. Exactly. So my background is not per se behavioral science, but I have a passion for it. Yeah. So that's where, you know, postgraduate mm -hmm. and all of those kind of mm -hmm. work is going towards and mental mm -hmm. health care. Mm -hmm. But put it this way, my broken checkered past mm -hmm. has validated my approach to ministry over the years. Yeah. And I have strong influence on bad men and those Because you're and coming from That's where exactly I'm it. coming from. Mm -hmm. I remember um, pastoring in Trelawney mm -hmm. and, you know, I developed a strong affinity with the underworld mm -hmm. through funerals. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I remember I did this particular funeral, the most police and soldiers I've ever seen. And the protocol was just, you know, because Tick. because of the nature of the yes. person that died. Mm -hmm. And I remember, you know, like the elder called me and said, you know, some people at the church are looking for a pastor to do a funeral. Mm. And everywhere they turn, everybody rejected. No, no, no. And no. I said, tell me about the story. Mm -hmm. and I took the phone, I gave the person my number, mm -hmm. and I went to a place called Flanker. That's in... Ah, in right? Montego okay. Bay, right. St. So James. You, you yeah. understand the nature yeah, of it. Yeah. And... Uh, you know, did, did what I, and, you know, eventually meet in one of the dance mm -hmm. and, you know, that kind of situation. But suffice it to say that mm -hmm. I remember I was in a particular place and these particular guys, like they saw me and one of them repeated it to somebody that that pastor is a tug under the quiet. Like oh. he has absolutely no fear and mm -hmm. the way he moves, he moves mm -hmm. like one of us. Mm -hmm. And so I went you know, to, you know, do the pastoral visit and preparation mm -hmm. for the funeral and, mm -hmm. you know, bad men know, you know, the salute with the guineas the and guineas stuff and, and, yeah, right, and on the ground, yeah. right, and that kind of stuff and, you know, I walked into this bar and, you know, it was way down into the back end with this darkish looking red light mm. and, you know, I was walking and the guy, you know, stand up and, him, you know, shorter than I am, but, you know, he mm. has his presence and he said, feel the man presence. So the man is like us, but the man just step on the other side. We know the word, you know. He's just uh, there talking to me, talking to me. And he said, you know, so on and so forth. So I did what I was supposed to do. When I was leaving, you know, he offered me something to drink. So of course, you know, I said, no, man, you have to drink because you have a family, you know. Mm. You come and say, you're good, you know. Mm. Because when I was, went there, you know, mm. I had no need to lock my car, one mm. of my windows or anything. Mm -hmm. Because when I look into one of the trees, mm. Somebody nearby, was somebody was there, guarded, right? They were not just in the tree, mm -hmm. but these guys are their sentinels. You know, like I tell you, I have a military background, mm -hmm. so they, you know, mm -hmm. so I'm scouting out the place, and mm -hmm. you know, everybody, even the guy that came mm -hmm. to greet me, you know, they're, mm -hmm. they're loaded, mm -hmm. and you drive to a particular section and you walk into the community. So you literally have to walk in. You can't drive. You can't drive. Right. So mm -hmm. that is one of the why um the you know urban policing is so difficult because in you know, some of these complex communities mm -hmm. because of how the topography and setup is right. Mm -hmm. So you know they can you know upscan and, and and so on and so Get forth. Get away in nearby bushes. Right. So when I think of all of that, you know, I remember he was saying, you know, X, Y, and Z, and I could give you several other you know situations, situations. like. One tried to disrespect me one time, mm -hmm. and I pulled him off my car. Mm -hmm. Yeah, man, I just washed my car and mm -hmm. went into the town. Like, the devil just sent him to me, and he mm -hmm. sat on my car, cleaned off his shoes and the tire. And, like, mm -hmm. you know, and I just put, I said, You don't read the Bible. 
Mm. It's like what you're talking about. I said, do you read the Bible? Mm -hmm. I said, you know the story of David and Goliath? We said, mm -hmm. I, well, I am David. Mm -hmm. And I won't tell you what else I said, but I mm -hmm. pulled him off my car. So mm -hmm. there was this famous mm -hmm. dancehall artist that was in that era. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he came over and so on and so forth. But that night, like, I remember my wife was pregnant with my second daughter. Mm -hmm. My first daughter was probably going to. And mm -hmm. I told them not to sleep at the house. So I sent them Somewhere away. Else. Send them back to their parents in mm -hmm. St. Anne. I was in mm -hmm. Chilorn at the time. Mm -hmm. And that night, like, I felt like it was a showdown night. Mm -hmm. So, I, I, like, I opened up the place mm -hmm. to give them access. Because mm -hmm. I knew they would respond. Mm -hmm. And, but I had no fear. Mm -hmm. And I remember I felt this urge to pray. Mm -hmm. So I opened the place and I went on my knees and I prayed and I said, Father, this is not my battle, this is yours. Mm -hmm. Take it and deal with them. Mm -hmm. Well, they, they did show up and I knew when they showed up. Mm -hmm. But like I said, I had to just okay. allow the Lord to deal to with the situation. Mm -hmm. And um, what happened eventually is that they left. And the next day they went and said that I'm an Obia man. And I heard about it. And they said um, when they came to the house, mm -hmm. the, all of the corners of the house, they had angels Over surrounding the house. the house with flaming swords. They said it, not me. For those of you who don't know what an Obia man is, it's a Jamaican <laughs> word for someone who sorcery, sorcery uh, yes. or works witchcraft right, right so there were angels surrounding the angels house protecting with me and flaming swords i won't tell you the long on the shot because i don't want yeah. to you know yeah, yeah, yeah but but somebody lost their life as a result of that thing wow and i had warned them about it not wow. to trouble me like that um wow. but i could give you several other stories mm -hmm. like yeah. that like the reality of who god is in my life yeah and one of the things about me is that i'm afraid of prayer you're afraid of very, prayer? Very afraid of prayer. What do you mean by afraid of prayer? Is it because I know God personally. Okay. And I know if I get into the war room of prayer, mm -hmm. I know what can happen. Okay. So I'm actually f afraid of activating the power of God. You see what I mean? So I'm afraid of prayer because I don't want to, especially if I pray mm -hmm. and the tears run out of my eyes mm -hmm. for somebody, I know, I know stuff will happen. Mm. So I try to condense. Because mm -hmm. as a pastor, I've been a radical. Mm -hmm. um, my broken pass, as mm -hmm. goes, you know, you know me as a sports player in college. Yeah, basketball, everything. Basketball, track, everything. I did everything mm -hmm. and I was at the top of everything. Mm -hmm. And in 2000, I got a basketball scholarship. In 99, I got a track scholarship. Mm -hmm. So I was destined to be like a Usain Bolt or mm -hmm. a LeBron James. Mm -hmm. Except the Lord appeared to me personally and told me that's not the path he wanted for me. Oh, and so man. when I was in college now, so I was actually living the celebrity life, as you remember. I yeah, remember yeah. walking into Mandeville and people mm -hmm. just come and offer your stuff. Yeah. And I was like, okay. And I was like, yo, you're the greatest boy. I don't you said I don't know you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, know yeah, what yeah. I mean? So I was yeah. living the celebrity life in a microcosm mm -hmm. of a, the reality of what the NBA, the track fear world could, was, you know, could bring. Mm -hmm. But that's, that's a part of it. But being at, at school, of course, you know, it attracts the females as well. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, I yeah, yeah. developed this reputation, of yeah. course, of being as girls guy, yeah, them kind of cases, yeah, which yeah, was yeah. half of the time far from the truth. Yeah, most of the time, but you know what it is, they come with the territory being popular. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But um, after you know going through a terrible breakup, mm 
I actually left college mm -hmm. without a life partner. You know ah. what I mean? Because uh, it was just so hard. Ah. And so I came out with this so-called reputation preceding you. Mm -hmm. People saying, excellent, he's a charmer, he's a, you know, yeah. that kind of stuff and stuff. Yeah, and woman a pastor, and that kind of madness, right? Mm -hmm. But the reality is that, um, like I said, the Lord knows what he is doing with you mm -hmm. and for you. Mm -hmm. And one of the things people must never do is to deny your truth. Yeah. So, so I've always have a strong affinity for the opposite sex. I relate better to women than I do with men. men. Mm -hmm. Always. Mm -hmm. So, in 2012, after I got ordained and stuff, mm -hmm. you know, I had a meltdown experience mm -hmm. with the church and, mm -hmm. you know, accusations and mm -hmm. of indiscretion and that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. In the middle of that marriage at that time, I was married to Dana now for four years. And I even remember, you know, the marriage, you know, going through the counseling and mm -hmm. the pastor asked, you have anything to de declare? Mm -hmm. And I said, it's not so much of a declaration, but a reality. I said, mm -hmm. I will always have more female friends than men. Mm -hmm. In fact, I don't really have male friends. I'm an alpha male, so I don't really work along well with men. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you know, she knows me from college. She knows I was a popular guy and so on and so mm -hmm. forth. So mm -hmm. if she is not able to handle that me, the, and the core and the territory that comes with it, it it's makes no sense. Work. So mm -hmm. that was my declaration and she was like, no, no, she so on and so forth. Mm -hmm. Suffice it to say that, you know, in my now life, mm -hmm. it's all that I've been through, mm -hmm. you know, losing millions of dollars, mm -hmm. um, tied to your salary and other investments, mm -hmm. and losing, you know, your reputation, being battered in the streets, hearing people mm -hmm. talk about you. Mm -hmm. tell your stuff about and it that you, you don't anything. know about yourself and mm -hmm. you know seeing how ministers relate to you mm -hmm. seeing how the church relate to you mm -hmm. and all of that stuff I reached to the point where um, I thought I would have committed murder-suicide oh wow yes wow that, that, that whole story I can pin it to you mm -hmm. and probably I can put snippets of it mm -hmm. you know uh, yeah. it's, but it's on Facebook and it, it mm -hmm. garnered that huge reaction from a lot of people mm -hmm. but I came to the realization of a few things in life when your greatest ministry mm -hmm. is firstly to understand your truth so mm -hmm. I grew up in a community of men who had multiple women mm -hmm. with multiple children mm -hmm. and the women were cool with each other mm. yes that's mm -hmm. what I embraced my father mm -hmm. too was like that Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, and in fact, when he got sick in 2019, 2020, yeah, he was joking after he got the stroke that I'm like King Solomon because mm. my mom was there, my stepmom, his current wife, and you know, different, wow. yeah, right. And you know, he was joking about it, but the reality. So, the truth is, the Lord, in His permissive will, mm -hmm. has allowed some things to happen, mm -hmm. even in the church. Mm -hmm. Even right now, we try to throw cold water on something because mm -hmm. people don't really get to live their truth. Yeah. And if you can't live your truth, you will always be in a prison for your lifetime. Yes. I have accepted yeah. that I am a charming man. Mm -hmm. A woman will always be attracted to me. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I have accepted that as me. Mm -hmm. So I have to now find a way now to navigate it that it doesn't become perilous to my family. Mm -hmm. Perilous to my daughters, three daughters who mm -hmm. look to me for leadership. Say so, so what God do it, you, you get three daughters. Right, <laughs> right, right. It's not perilous to my sons because uh -huh. I have two sons and I would not want my mm -hmm. sons to grow up and be 
misguided men mm -hmm. that are not responsible mm -hmm. and who just live in reckless want and so they can say my father they tell me say right right mm -hmm. so so i have to literally change the narrative change the narrative somewhat mm -hmm. and by doing that you know i went through the whole meltdown mm -hmm. um step away from mainstream ministry mm -hmm. for a while and mm -hmm. it was during that period that i found my truth um i wrote a book mm -hmm. Well, two books, Dark Poetic Sunshine and Unveiling the Turmoil Within. Mm -hmm. So that was therapeutic because all of that is poetry. Mm -hmm. It was, you know, dark poetry, all kind of poetry. Mm -hmm. But then I wrote another book. dark poetry, what do you mean? Dark kind of poetry. When dark? Dark. Okay. Dark poetry. Yeah. Like the, 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 rage, just, yeah. the rage yeah, that I was going the through, the, the anger, all of that, right? Yeah, poetry rage into um, the Just telling it as it is. Mm -hmm. And... Um, I remember when I was, you know, going through this stuff with the conference administration at mm -hmm. one particular time, mm -hmm. and the two administrators pulled up my Facebook because I was using it as a tool to get back at them. Because mm -hmm. the truth is, the church is not perfect. That is very true. We are filled of men mm -hmm. with like passions and mm -hmm. weaknesses and tendencies. Mm -hmm. Some are protected mm -hmm. because of probably friendship circles and whoever, yes. whilst others are isolated and yes. dealt with. So yes. I was one that was dealt with. Yeah. But it's not really a dealt with per se. It is mm -hmm. preparation. Mm -hmm. Because what man means for evil, mm -hmm. God can turn, can for, turn good. for good. Because in the end of it, I have seen men who told me that my marriage wouldn't X and it wouldn't Y and it wouldn't Z. Mm -hmm. um, next month, Them 27th of next month, will be 14 years that my wife and I are married. We don't have a perfect relationship because... Um, Sometimes I, I wonder how she even deal with me because I'm very hard to deal with. Especially now coming into midlife crisis and yeah, yeah, yeah. you're not having the financial valid, you know, mm -hmm, validity mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. you know the financial um, stability that stability. you would want, right? Yeah, you know. But you know, we find our way to get around well, thank and, God and that. that kind of stuff. But but we have a strong family yeah. and we have five kids mm -hmm. and they are brilliant. They are super mm. kids. Mm. So those are some of the merits. Mm -hmm. So while I'm down mm -hmm. in the wilderness, the Lord mm -hmm. is actually preparing me for a kingdom. Mm -hmm. And not only that, but like I said, embracing you, your uniqueness. Yeah. Understand your weaknesses and your strengths. Yeah. And remember that your greatest weakness can also become your greatest strength. Yes. So, uh, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you, but mm. you touch on so many things. And one of the, one of the things that 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 also resonated with me as well is 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 the whole marriage and the challenges in marriage because for me i am in a similar situation whereby i'm not on strong financial setting mm -hmm. however god has blessed you and myself with great wives mm -hmm. who are understanding of that mm -hmm. and they are willing to be quote unquote the 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 primary breadwinner so to speak mm -hmm. and um it, it engineers of stability engineers of stability yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I i like that term mm. and 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 for me um one of the things that 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 that, that i look at and I, I try to emulate is the 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 um backing up a little bit um um the the strength that that both of our wives show mm just to be that support mm -hmm. um, because um, uh, I remember you saying earlier that you're afraid of prayer mm -hmm. and I would, I, 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 it can even be simplified even down to this sentence whereby that 
the world always says, be careful what you wish for, because mm -hmm. it just might get it. That's correct. And, 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 and even, and relating it to the wife thing, you know, before my wife, I, um, I was in a relationship and I had actually prayed a prayer to God describing what I wanted in that relationship physical relationship because I wasn't a girlis. I mm. wasn't a girls man. I wasn't mm. a womanizer. I wasn't mm. a term at the time. Mm. And I wanted a physical relationship and I prayed to God for that physical relationship. I got it. And that woman broke my heart. Wow. On Christmas uh, on Boxing Day in church during lunchtime. Wow. And then I said to, I prayed to God and I said, Alright God, here wanna right, listen. I want you to send me my wife. Not another girlfriend, my wife. And I stated some things which were basically describing my current wife. Mm -hmm. But I said to him, I'm going to spend one year being single so I could get to know myself for myself. And then you send me my wife. Mm -hmm. And when I look at all the things that is happening, even my, my, right now, my mother and my wife are kind of best friends. Both nurses, midwives, XYZ. And... Like almost every single time, you know, you get the temptation to, you know, want a separation or whatever. I always look back to the prayer and I said, if I do that, I'll be spitting in the face of God. Mm -hmm. Because I asked him for something and he sent it to me. Why would I then now want to throw that away? So even though things aren't easy now, mm -hmm. I, am not, um, I, I am not on somebody's payroll. Mm -hmm. And I take it you're not on somebody's payroll no. as well. Um, and, 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 and having to be the, the, the person that is supporting the engineer of, of stability. Mm -hmm. As a man, you, sometimes you feel less manly. Yes, man, it does. And it plays on your psyche. Mm -hmm. and, and there are times when you just have to, you just have to humble yourself and mm -hmm. say, God, all right, make us see can work on this. Right. Right? right? Mm -hmm. And what I also look at is it won't always be like this. True. This is, as you said, the valley, mm -hmm. but the valley is always, Moses had his wilderness experience, his valley experience. Mm -hmm. And everybody goes through a wilderness mm -hmm. valley experience, and then they go up on the mountain. And always remember that it doesn't matter how wide the valley is. Mm -hmm. The valleys are always situated between mountains. Exactly. <laughs> and, my, 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 and somewhere in the valley mm -hmm. is a stream that is running from running the mountain. Running from it to, mm. to, to, to sustain it. Right, right. And, and my, 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 my pastor always said, you are always either... In a storm, mm -hmm. uh, coming out of a storm, mm -hmm. or about to go into a storm. Mm -hmm. And I always heard him say that. And even when I was in a gainful employed um, in April of 2022, and I was okay. And I remember he, prayed a, he preached a sermon and he said, you're always in a storm, coming out of a storm, or about to go into a storm. And by the middle of April, bam, lost mm -hmm. my job. Mm -hmm. Right? No fault of my own. Mind you, I'm still, I'm still okay with the boss. He's still okay with me. He said he'll give me a glowing recommendation. But the point that I'm trying to say is, no matter how high you are, you can fall. Right. And no matter how low you are, you mm. can rise. Right. And, 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 and going, I think this will be the working title for now. You said that you were called out of murder. Mm -hmm. And every time I hear you preach or speak, mm -hmm. it is with such power mm -hmm. and such force that I'm like, this man is meant to lead, a leader of men, meant mm -hmm. to lead men. Yeah. And um, I've read a couple of your poems. I haven't read all of your books yet. But um, 
what I'm trying to get at is that 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 sometimes God has to humble us. Well, well, that part is probably the most telling part of my whole life mm -hmm. because when you find any kind of validation in life, mm -hmm. you tend to fertilize that validation, mm -hmm. and it can be detrimental to your to ego. You. Yeah. So, being on the campus, growing up as a nobody per se, mm -hmm. always being abused and called names and those kind of things, mm -hmm. and then you come to college now, and all of a sudden, you are the, it guy. the, the, the guy. Yeah. Like, everybody wants to talk to you, everybody yeah. wants to be a friend. And yeah, yeah. Like, when I go home, remember one night I went home and I was like, really everybody's sad. like, after me, but I felt so empty. Mm -hmm. And then, the the compound the influence in the background was that I was living in a house with a lot of theology majors oh. who were studying to become pastors, oh. and their behaviors mm -hmm. were contrary to, to the standard were. of right. You see what I mean? Mm -hmm. So their unscrupulous activities started to confuse me. So that peer pressure eventually caused me to bow. Mm. And once I went down into Babylon, mm -hmm. I'm telling you, I went I from to Babylon to Egypt to to everywhere, mm -hmm. but God was there. Mm -hmm. So I, I found that validation. So the point is, so when I talk to young people, you know, I talk to young people straight up. Mm -hmm. When I relate to men on the street, I relate to men on the street as a man who knows the street mm -hmm. and has never mm -hmm. been um, mm -hmm. foreign. I've mm -hmm. never been absent from the street. I'm always in the street. Mm -hmm. I'm as known as a street person. Mm -hmm. So a lot of the, the conventional and normalities Teachings. of life mm -hmm. never been me mm -hmm. because I tend to be real mm -hmm. but suffice it to say that and I'm speaking to people now you mm -hmm. know all of us will go through mm -hmm. different experiences in life yeah but what is most important is who you are mm -hmm. in relation to the power of God and let me clarify that Mm -hmm. You see, God is all-powerful mm -hmm. and He's ever-present. Mm -hmm. But because His presence is there, mm -hmm. if you don't access it and tap into it, mm -hmm. it's almost like it's a, it's a, it is neutralized. Mm. You have to, and that comes to a relationship. So mm -hmm. how do you hear about God and know about God? You hear from Him and from His Word. Mm -hmm. When I was a youngster, I got into many fights. Got beat up too, but I got into many fights. Mm -hmm. And I was always praying that the Lord would deliver Mm -hmm. My enemies in my hands. Mm -hmm. So I was always a psalmist, mm -hmm. like David, before. So I would read a psalm and believe that when I go there and fight somebody, the Lord is literally going to give them, give me the victory over them. Mm -hmm. So I've always embraced that. And it's a similar thing in life. So even though life has, you know, I saw a post recently on Facebook, somebody put, um, finish this. Life gives you lemons, what do you do with it? Some say make lemonades or whatever. No, I make no lemonade. What I'm doing, I'm cutting the lemons mm -hmm. and I'm planting the seeds. Ah, <laughs> that's a good one. That's a new one. I'm that's cutting the lemons and I'm, I'm planting the, the seeds. seeds. Because you will have access to the juice, mm -hmm. but you need to set a future. Because mm -hmm. life is going to give you sweet and, and sour, mm -hmm. high and low, mm -hmm. good and bad, up and down. Mm -hmm. But in all things, we are more than conquerors mm -hmm. through him who first loved us. Mm -hmm. And once you embrace the love of God through prayer, 
through reading his word, mm -hmm. through sharing your experience. Mm -hmm. Don't be afraid to tell your story mm -hmm. because the church walls mm -hmm. cannot protect you. Because what we don't understand is this. Mm -hmm. A lot of people go to church, mm -hmm. but they are not the church. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Before you can go into the building, mm -hmm. you have to build in. in. Okay. You have to build a relationship that is between you and God. Mm -hmm. And when that you have that built in, mm -hmm. you can enter the building and worship. So worship truly comes from you as a temple first. Mm -hmm. So you are literally the church. Mm -hmm. So I always say to people, don't just be in the church, be the church. Mm -hmm. You see what I mean? And when you are the church, doesn't matter, no foundation, no storm of life can come and remove the church because the true ch church mm -hmm. is the purchased blood of, of Christ, Christ that has ransomed you and I. Mm -hmm. And once you can find that, then eventually everything will work out. Thank you very much, um, Pastor Chadil Smallwood, Minister of Religion. Um, I really thank you for making the time. You and your family, mm -hmm. um, you and your, your wife and your daughter are here with us. Mm -hmm. um, um, I, I, what you just said is the perfect way to end and encapsulate probably the first part of many of our future mm -hmm. um, um, discussions. discussions. Mm -hmm. And um, uh, there really isn't much otherwise other 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 else from for me to say other than thank you for watching what's it like with yorks mm -hmm. and remember we aren't all in the same boat but we're all in the same storm thanks feel free to reach out to us at what's it like with yorks at gmail.com or leave a comment in the comment section What's It Like with Yorks is recorded at Imagine Studios with me, Yorkwin. Edited by Yorkwin. Produced by Yorkwin. Music by Trilo XV. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18-plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.